All right, lads, and welcome back to the Off The Line podcast hey. with myself and Jamie. Hello, everyone. Uh, and we're back with another weekly Bosch. Uh, it was an... It was relatively eventful. It was boring. It was boring. It was. It was. It was a tad dull. It was. It, it. You know, we've had weekends this year with seven twos and six ones. This one probably fell under the category of uh, being relatively forgettable. But we're going to go over kind of a few of the games at the weekend. We're not going to go over all of them. There was a couple of nil nils and a couple of really uninteresting results, including actually the two results from our teams, which were pretty straightforward and pretty... Yeah, you know, West Ham these days just sort of dispatch teams. Yeah. And... West Ham and Chelsea obviously engaged in a in a top four battle. Christ. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming in, in, in September? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, we, 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 we'll, we'll do that. We'll go over the games on the weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll do some power rankings. We'll talk about who we thought was good, who we thought was bad. And then, uh, then we'll finish off looking forward to this weekend, where there is some absolutely massive games. Some corkers. Some absolute some corkers. Some absolute corkers. Uh, all over the table. And mm. we, we'll talk about them later on. Should we start, Jamie? Should we crack on? Let's start. Uh, we start in the middle of the country. The King Power Stadium. So, midday on Saturday. And, uh, lovely with, sunny with, day, with isn't it? The current champions... Absolutely falling apart again in the last fifteen minutes of a game. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would, you would be able to watch the last fifteen minutes and have all the entertainment that you need. Um, yeah, you did. You don't need to watch the first seventy-five minutes of this game particularly. Um, but you know, Liverpool went one 0 up, obviously through Salah, who's been absolutely uh, ridiculous this season and continues to be sort of Liverpool's shining light. Um, but then yeah. Leicester just came in, scored three. Good goals, not, not they weren't all good goals. Obviously, Jamie Vardy's one was a bit of a, a tap in, and we'll talk about um, the mistake that went on a bit later. Uh, we'll do a mini power rankings, but yeah, uh, I didn't watch all of this game. I only caught the the, the, the little bit of the first half and some of the highlights. Well, what were your sort of opinions on this game? So, well, overall, I thought Liverpool played quite well. Yeah. Towards towards the back end of the game, I thought they controlled the game really nicely. Salah obviously scored a great goal, mm. um, a goal reminiscent of the football that they were playing last season. Yeah, and then Leicester City scored three goals in seven minutes. Yeah, which is you know it, it, it is more reminiscent of the way that Liverpool have been playing this season. Yeah, um, the, the there was obviously some controversy about the VAR decision to rule out. Uh, Liverpool wanted the first goal ruled out for an offside. Mm-hmm. Um, there was obviously a VAR check on the free kick to see if it was a penalty. Um, so there was always going to be controversy surrounding that. Personally, I think that the offside was too close to call, and that um, it was yeah. it was the right decision to to leave it uh, and allow the goal. But I it's think the lack was, of consistency, I think, which has yeah. annoyed Liverpool fans and, and Premier League which, fans which, alike. Which you can understand, but this isn't so much a podcast about VAR. I think in this instance, it was used correctly, in my opinion. I think they got this one just about right. I'm yeah. not going to say that. Um, they got it bang. No, I'm not going to say they got it back, you know, but it, 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 they've given a goal. And it, yeah. it was credit to Leicester because they then obviously went up the other end. You said Jamie Vardy um, bagged a goal, uh, which, which was the, uh, the result of a. Calamitous, really poor, calamitous yeah, really era. Poor defensive mishap between a goalkeeper who is obviously struggling for confidence and, mm. and Liverpool's brand new 
you know, spanking centre back who's coming from Schalke, very highly rated youngster, uh, and that is the perfect way to start off your Premier League career, mm. getting absolutely clattered into twenty five yards out by your goalkeeper. Yeah, not fun. And then Harvey Barnes wrapped it up with a great goal. But what um, I what I will was, ask you is, are Leicester title contenders? No. I don't. Is I anyone don't, title contenders this at this point? I well, we'll move on to City in a second, but um, oh, I just can't. It's 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 very much like last season, where five weeks ago we were sat here thinking this is amazing, what a close mm. title race. Well, you know, this is fantastic. How how exciting this league has become, and Manchester City have gone and won. Is it twelve games in a row now? Yeah. So not quite as exciting anymore. Manchester City have turned up the heat and, and pulled away. I think Leicester will, will finish in the top four. I think if, if you know, Liverpool have dropped down to sixth now, hmm. um, which is a really, really worrying, you know, it's a really, really worrying placement for them because yeah. they've, they've, they've gone from being a team that was almost expected and everyone thought warranted a top four finish hmm. to a team that are now going to have to scrap to, to, to get fourth place probably well, because is, you look at the teams it, it above them it volumes doesn't it of that Liverpool side yeah. that even on our sort of mid-season predictions a couple of weeks ago we still both believed that Liverpool were going to finish second yeah. and now you fast forward a couple of weeks and Liverpool are looking down and out <laughs> um, without hope obviously you know they've got the, the quality of players to, to, to keep a high standard but it's 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 an ever worsening injury crisis. Not that they've mentioned it. Um, yeah, and I just think you know, as a West Ham fan, I'd love to see us, you know, fight for European spots. So of course, I, I hope that Liverpool don't do as well. But as a football yeah, well, fan, this is the thing: people could talk about the Liverpool injury crisis, and while I appreciate they have lost their best two centre backs, that is, three. you know, you can't argue that three best centre backs. Mm. Um, now, Fabinho is not a bad replacement at centre-back. The other spot has been filled potentially underwhelmingly by the players that they've brought in. However, I do think Liverpool are missing performances from players like Thiago Alcantara, yeah. who is, in my mind, still yet to make any form of impact in this league. Yeah. Um, Sadio Mane has been Post on and injury. off this season. And it, is is really struggling to, 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 to make an impact after his injury. Yeah. Even, I mean... Bobby Firmino has been very on and off. These off. are players that just these off. are players that have been <laughs> fantastic for for Liverpool last season. But just, I mean, obviously Thiago wasn't there. Thiago won the Champions League. Yeah. Um, these are players you'd have expected to come in and win them the league this year. None of them are turning up. No. So Liverpool can sit there and bemoan their injury crisis, and while I think they are a victim of it, um, I also think that certain players in that squad need to take a look at themselves and understand the situation that they're in now. Mm. Well, yeah, they had a good uh, they had a good win against uh, RB Leipzig, in, yeah, in 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 midweek in the Champions League. So that might be a little momentum shifter for them. Um, but yeah. you know, these as you say, these players have got to stand up and be counted now if they want to uh, keep battling to for, for those top four places. Because I think that's what it is now for Liverpool. It is a, it is a top yeah. four battle. You know, this you, is you the look first at the teams time. above them. United and Leicester are about six points ahead. Chelsea two points ahead, looking in a great vein of form. Uh, yeah. under under Tuchel and you know West Ham as much as I'd love to say we're, we're going to take Liverpool the distance I, I think we've got a tough couple of games coming up and and we'll we'll see if we if we come through that unscathed but yeah it is it's a difficult time for Liverpool 
uh, and obviously there's been a lot of uh, talk surrounding Klopp and whether he'll 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 be leaving and yeah. I just think that would be madness personally but you know I, I I can't I can't see that happening I think no. Klopp Klopp in his press conference the other day did completely dismiss that and said that he's 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 relishing the challenge of uh, of trying to re turn around this team and and return them back to the form that they were in yeah. last year but it's going to be tough for, for the whole squad and, and for the manager because this is the first time in two three years that, that two three years that Liverpool have actually genuinely struggled. Mm. You know, the Liverpool have genuinely been in a position where they're having to fight for top four. You well, know, that's, even that's... if you look back at the season before they won the league, yeah, you know, they they, they chase City the entire way. Mm. They chase City all the way to the final whistle on the final day. So, and I think you do have to have an incredible amount of luck when it comes to injuries because Liverpool last year yeah. barely had any injuries whatsoever. At all, um, and and they won the league and by a long, long way. And obviously, City mm. had 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 some injuries that they had to contest with, but you know, City have come back this season and they look absolutely just <laughs> mind blowing football going on from from them at the moment. But I think we'll we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that result now. Uh, I think we'll move on from the Liverpool Leicester result. Just a quick props to Leicester as well. Played fantastically. Love watching Leicester play, and I hope that they. Uh, mm. They, they get top four this season because I think they fully deserve it. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, we'll talk about City-Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham, they were hopeless. Tottenham, Absolutely Tottenham hopeless. hopeless. Um, it's not the first time this season that no. I've watched Tottenham, a big team, look hopeless. They were they were pretty woeful against us. Yeah. Um, they were turned over by by Liverpool a couple a few weeks ago, and that's a Liverpool team that look kind of in dire straits at the moment, and mm. still turn them over. I, I look, people are going to expect me and Jamie to to tear into Tottenham here because um, because that. obviously we have we have allegiances to, to to clubs in London, and that 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 be what it will. But um, while Tottenham were absolutely awful, and while I think that some of the blame should be should be placed upon them. And while I think that people should now at that club be looking at Jose Mourinho and questioning whether he is the right person with this vein of football and this in this style to take them forward, you can't detract from from Manchester City, yeah. who are complete team, absolutely aren't they? are an unbelievable football team. Mm. Um, you know they they they've struggled this season with injuries as well. Sergio Aguero has been out for the majority of the year. Gabriel Jesus has been in and out. I think you know Kevin De Bruyne has, has suffered with injuries. You know these John are Stones also was out for a long time. You know these are marquee players for them. Mm. The, the, I, I understand what people say about their squad depth, but Pep Guardiola has reinvented that team this season to play without a centre forward at times. Yeah, um, and his managerial capabilities are out for everyone to see at this point. Mm. Um, he's he's reinvented the way that team are playing football, and he's changed it to suit the league, and they are. Tearing through teams. I mean, Ilkay Gundogan looks a different player. What what an absolute beast of a player that Gundogan has turned out to be this season. You know, mm. uh, just his return has improved so much this season from from previous ones. And I think Pep sort of said to him, "Look, you've got to take some of the buck here and and really put the team on you, put, not put the team on your back, but you've got to go out there and uh, and be counted." And I think he's thrived under that. Um, yeah. And you know, you just look at every player there. He's just an absolutely complete player. Joao Cancelo is 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 reborn in this new system. It's sort of inverted wing back, sort of centre mid that he seems to be playing. And 
Uh, and the whole team knows exactly what they're doing and, and every run that's being made is is absolutely spot on and, and when you've got players like Phil Foden and uh, and Raheem Sterling, Gundogan and Silva playing like they are with Kevin De Bruyne just coming back from injury you know uh, and Riyad Mahrez off the bench it is, it is an absolutely scary team and you'd hope they'd you know for their sake you'd hope they'd go on and win the title and, and, and possibly yeah. go far in the Champions League this year as well yeah, well, that's that's the competition. The city have always mm. uh, it's always eluded Manchester City in one way or another. You know, I know they got to the semi final a few years ago and were, were beaten by Real Madrid, who obviously went on and won it. Um, they they were obviously soundly beaten by Tottenham um, in a in a absolute sh- shell shock moment at the end of that game a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. They've produced some great Champions League moments, but. Um, you know, they need to start to get further on in that competition to, to validate success in this country. You know, they can continue to win win the Premier League and continue to be successful in England. But I think to validate Pep Guardiola's managerial capabilities and to validate him as one of the very best in the world, I think he does need to to, to, to go on in that competition hmm. with Manchester City you know, and start to achieve there. That might be, just be me being... Um, bias, but for a club the size of Manchester City, not to have won a European Cup at this point with the with the players that they've got and yeah. the personnel that they have behind behind closed doors and, and everything and like that, I think that they should be they should be getting further on in that. And this could be their year. You know, we we, we don't know. I know they've got um, they've got Manchester back in this round. And if they get past that, then it's anyone's guess. Once you get into the quarterfinals, really, yeah. that competition is well, they look, just getting they look the imperious, don't they? they? Look like a beat any they team any day. Um, and and I think they will continue to do that. Uh, but yes. yeah, Spurs again poor, and we'll see how they bounce back against uh, West Ham on Sunday. I think that'll be an interesting matchup. Um, it's a massive game. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, the others we won't talk about all the other games because, as we say, they're a bit. You know, there was a couple of shocks in there. Fulham with a two 0 win against Everton, uh, two goals for yeah. jo- new signing Josh Madger. And that's what Fulham have needed to do. They've needed to turn those draws into wins uh, if they had yeah. to stand any chance of staying up. Uh, 4-2 win for Arsenal. Aubameyang back in the goals. He'll be pleased with that. And, uh, and a precious point for Big Sam uh, against Manchester United. Is, yes. It will be vital for them. Uh, a great goal from Bruno Fernandes to equalise. But I don't think Man United even looked in the game at all uh, at the Hawthorns. And we'll see how. No, West Brom... West Brom largely the better side, yeah. I thought, for for, for, for for big portions of the game. Hmm. Um, Manchester United never really got off the starting blocks. You know, it's a like you said, it's a fantastic goal from Bruno Fernandes, but it's the same story for Manchester United of them relying on their talisman to to dig them out of trouble. Yeah, it, it's happened over and over again this season. Yeah, yeah. They've got to find some performances from somewhere, Manchester United, yeah. because more and more now they're getting sucked out of the title race and sucked back towards this this black hole top four race between yeah. six or seven different sides and once you're in that then there's danger because yeah. once you're in that battle and once you're in the kind of the dogfight of teams trying to overtake you I know we've got Manchester United Chelsea have got Manchester United next weekend that is a massive massive game I think we've got um, West Ham have got them in a couple of weeks yeah. as well so so you know you look at you look at those fixtures if Manchester United don't win both of those they're very much in it and they're, 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 you know, at that point, they're then being chased by the likes of Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, who are in a fantastic run of form at the moment. Everton, and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. I've said it a lot this season. Um, 
Oleg and Solskjaer is going to have to start pulling performances from somewhere because Manchester United have struggled to get results now against West Brom, Sheffield United, you know, teams at the very bottom of the league. Yeah. Propping the rest of the table up, and I mean Sheffield United had had won one game before they went to Manchester United and got a result there. Mm. So I don't know what it is about that side, whether they think they're too good to to turn up against these little sides, whether they underestimate the the relegation battling teams. It remains to be seen, but they 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 consistently seem to be struggling to get results against mm. smaller sides. But that is what it is. We'll move on to to power rankings. We're going to do one each this yeah. week. Uh, and Jamie, I think the, the, the decision between me and you for, for the good one was pretty unanimous. Uh, Straight away. Talk. You pretty much said it at the out. same time at the start of the, uh, just before the start of the recording. Um, <laughs> and we, we touched on it briefly uh, when we were talking about City versus Tottenham. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Talk about him, Sam. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's fantastic. I mean, what a player. The goals he scored at the weekend were both exceptional. The second one, especially the ball from Alison, uh, Edison. And uh, the poise and the touch to bring it down and to, to turn the centre back inside out was inside out was an understatement of what happened to oh. David Sanchez. <laughs> if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the highlights of the game from the other day, go and watch it. And if you uh, do yourself a favour, watch the third goal mm. because um, it's a it's 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 an example of pure what what it means to be a Premier League footballer yeah. and the level of ability that these guys have got mm. to pluck the ball out of the air that it's been sent 70 yards and to take it down drop a shoulder put someone literally on their face <laughs> and then slide it in it's fantastic and it it was a goal reminiscent of the very best in the world which i think that gundawan is putting himself in in that category with yeah. his performances mm. week in week out for manchester city i think he's been fantastic all year for them and he continues to outperform uh every midfield in the country so yeah. I, I couldn't be more impressed with him. Personally. 11 goals I, I, honestly, this season from midfield. Yeah, and at the start of the season, I didn't see it happening. Mm. I've got to be honest. Gundogan has been a player that has sat in behind at Manchester City. He's He's been in and out of the starting lineup. I, I don't feel like he's ever really made an impact before glimpses, this year. Glimpses, but nothing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's struggled with injuries at times and I think he, he has kind of been in and out of Pep Guardiola's plans. Yeah. Obviously, he was he was playing in behind players like Fernandinho at times. Um, David Silva, obviously, before this year was in there, and then obviously the players like Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Foden. I think it is important that Gundogan has, has, has pulled out these performances because he's he's written his name into the hat of those players that can't not be picked now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I I didn't expect him to to, to be that, but uh, he's he's earned that spot, and mm. I do hope that he carries on performing because. At the end of the day, me and Jamie were football fans. We like to watch good football players play play football. Yeah. So, and you can't you can't not enjoy watching the way that Manchester City are playing at the moment. Yeah, as a football fan, like you know, allegiances aside, you watch Man City and you just you're having fun. Do you know what I mean? I watched them play against Everton last night and they just ripped through them. Bernardo Silva and 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 Mara's doing the business, and then they bring Kevin De Bruyne off the bench, and it's like, oh my god, stop! <laughs> so ridiculous, stop. isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, that City at the moment—they're absolutely ridiculous, and I don't see them losing anytime soon unless unless a shock no. result happens. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about our, our our low ranking, and we don't want to sort of jump on the bandwagon and. Uh, uh, this not not what the power rankings are for—they're just to highlight no. poor performances. Uh, but we will say that the Allison uh, this week and 
the past few weeks has been a, a, a goalkeeper short of confidence. Uh, let's say yeah. Sam, uh, three mistakes leading to goals in the past two matches. Uh, yeah. a, a massive miscommunication with um, new signing Ozan Kabak, and and you know that that's understandable. He's just come in and obviously haven't had a lot of time to play together, but at the same time, you know. This is this is a world class goalkeeper. Yeah. With you know who's a is a Golden Glove winner, uh, and, and and best goalkeeper in the world winner a couple of seasons back. You you almost it's yeah. almost inexcusable making those kinds of mistakes, especially in a team like uh, Liverpool who 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 needed to win that game uh, against Leicester and and needed to get a result out of the City game as well if they wanted to maintain some sort of challenge for the title. Um, but yeah. yeah, unfortunately, he's Definitely. been very poor, and yeah, has cost Liverpool points. What, what, what do you well, think about it? I think I think the the issue is with Allison. The mistakes that he's made are none of them seem to be just he's missed a save or he's you know they're, they're mistakes that he's made with his feet. They're mistakes that he's made with his decision making. Um, the one against City where he's kind of just passed it out to someone. It, it looked lethargic. It looked. Um, <laughs> is completely different. The mistake against Leicester is is a decision making issue. Yeah, where he's probably been caught in two minds about whether he's going to come and claim the ball. In that situation, um, you'd expect your goalkeeper to either put his name on it, and and in which case the centre back would would obviously leave it and would would trust goalkeeper to be there to clear it, um, or the goalie would trust the centre back to be able to deal with the issue. Whether whether Allison sees you know, a young rookie centre-back who's come in from, you know, like you said, he hasn't had much time. Allison's made the decision to come and claim the ball and uh, hasn't either hasn't informed the centre-back or um, Kabak's tried to clear it anyway. Hmm. And there's such a catastrophic mishap in, in, in doing that, that they've, they've collided with each other. The ball's popped out and it's gone to the last person you want it to go to in that situation. <laughs> Jamie, um, I think Allison will need to... I think... He, He'll be okay. Like like you said, it's not we're not commenting on Allison as a player. We're not saying that Allison is a bad goalkeeper. We're just commenting on his poor performances over the course of the last two weeks. And I think that is completely well founded. I think that he has over the last two weeks cost cost Liverpool potentially four six points, mm. um, and that is an issue that can't be overlooked and will have to be sorted by Jurgen Klopp. The issue is, is that Jurgen Klopp probably won't make the decision to drop him. Because obviously the, the the replacements he's got in behind Kelleher and um, Adrian aren't exactly world class. Um, do they? <laughs> no, no, and it's going to have to be sorted in house pretty quickly. Allison um, looked a little bit better against Leipzig last night and looked a lot more sturdy and, and reliable. And I think that overall he will. He will bounce back and he, he he he'll recover. I think it's 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 just a case of um, just a case of him easing his way into easing his way back into confidence and just making some saves. I think I think he'll bounce back. It was just it was another instance at the weekend where it's it's almost piling on for him. You know, yeah. he probably wasn't in the best frame of mind after the City game, and it's just it's just gone again for him. And that's something that happens with goalkeepers. Yeah. And it, the mark of the mark of a, has to be said is whether he can, you know, now bounce back from that and, and perform 
for the rest of the season from Liverpool and, and help them climb back up the table. Yeah, dead on. Um, right, so, yeah. we'll move on to our predictions for next week. We're only going to go through uh, a couple of the games because we want to keep this nice, yeah. short and sweet. Uh, well, the first, the first big one that I can see is uh, is the Merseyside derby, Jamie. Yeah, it's not not a bad game to start on, is it? Um, I think it's both. Quite a, it's quite a big one. <laughs> both teams uh, off the back of some very poor results. Obviously, Everton lost their last two uh, against Fulham and against Manchester City most recently. And I think Liverpool, again, yep. will be looking for a win. It's at Anfield against Everton. I think they're going to be up for it. Uh, I think Klopp will yep. have them up for it. And, you know, Everton never get results against Liverpool. Um, you know my rule, though, Sam. Jamie, are you going to sit on the fence again? I wouldn't. I, I. I. don't like the term "sitting on the fence." I think I. I prefer having common sense. I think is is the is the better term here. Derby's right. ending draws. Do they? Derby's ending draws. Wonderful. So yeah, one-one. If it's one, wrong, one. then right? I'm. 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 I'm going to say two nil Everton. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be bold. Huge I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold. Don Carlo is gonna is gonna get Everton <laughs> gonna get Everton a result here. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool are in are in a real are in a real real rut at the moment. They have obviously played in midweek. Everton have got the uh, Everton obviously played against City last night. Liverpool played away uh, in was it Bucharest against yeah against um, Leipzig yeah. the other night. So much more. It was more of a journey for them back from back from them. Back from there, probably haven't trained on. Probably had a very slow training session on Wednesday. Yeah. So it, it will come down to it, but I, I think that Liverpool will probably be the more fatigued at the two sides. Yeah. And um, I would I would back Everton in this situation, even though it's away at Anfield. Right. Liverpool obviously struggled at Anfield recently. Anyway, we will move on to a, a game com- important for another reason at the at the very other end of the town. This is a six Fulham against Sheffield United, Jamie. Huge six pointer. It's a relegation six pointer. Uh, down the bottom. And you think that whoever this, loses yeah. this goes down, really. I don't know. Well, I I'd say that if 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 Sheffield United beat Fulham, they're both going down. Um because yeah. I, I still I'm still firm I'm still firmly in the belief that Sheffield United have left their mm. have left their promotion bid. Have left their survival bid far too late. And they didn't um, look good against have, have West Ham. This, this, no, they're they've left this vein cool. of form that they've. I say, the same vein of form. They've left the results that they've got far too late. Yeah. Um, to 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 rectify the situation and. Uh, and Fulham looking good. I, I mean, if Fulham beat them. But Fulham have got to continue to get results. You know, this is Fulham's opportunity to beat them and climb back within. You know, three I, points of of Newcastle. Of Newcastle. Mm. This would be so, a huge win. Uh, for, obviously, Newcastle. With Newcastle as well playing Manchester United on on the Sunday, this is this is a massive massive moment for Fulham to to rekindle their season. Absolutely. And I, I, I I've got to be honest, as, as I would like to see them stay up, I really would. Uh, yeah. So we've given our we've given our. I'm going to say Fulham are going to win. I'm going to say two 0 win for Fulham. I'm also I think Josh going will to, continue to to do that. Uh, I'm going to say Fulham win. Uh, but this could go either way. Sheffield will be up yeah. for this game, especially after their poor performance against West Ham. Um, and yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting match to watch. I think I'll definitely tune into that one. 
Uh, anyway, we move on to yeah. Sunday uh, midday. Huge match for both teams, really. Uh, West Ham and Spurs. I think this is a test for West Ham to say, are you actually serious about getting Europe this year? <laughs> you know? Um, I think... Uh, it's so difficult, because obviously we had the result earlier in the season, the, the 3-3, last minute from Lanzini, you know, absolute limbs. And I think Tottenham aren't confident yep. at the moment. Uh, and I think West Ham, this is, a, this is a fantastic opportunity for West Ham, um, this game. I think I think we at home. I think we can definitely we can definitely beat Tottenham here, um, but I you know again it's Tottenham and we always sort of I don't know. <laughs> Sam, help me! <laughs> I need some help here. Um, it's difficult. It is a tough one to call. It depends on which Tottenham turn up. It depends on which West Ham turn up. Yeah, you know, depends on the team that West Ham play. Um, there's so many variables that are chucking around in this game and, and obviously you had the game earlier on in the season that makes it almost more difficult to call because of the nature of the way that West Ham got a point in that game. Mm. I can imagine, I can remember you being know, but it's, uh, more than excited about that result. Excited, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Lanzini scoring a, the only really goal he scored this season. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, a massive, massive moment for, for West Ham. Hmm. Um, this is this is a big this is a big game for West Ham more so than it is Tottenham, I think, because I think if you win this, you have laid your claim to a top four battle, and you have laid your claim to to being in very much in the race for it. Yeah, I think if you we know, lose this, we've got City West the Ham. week after as well, which two losses yeah. in in terms of a top four battle. I'm, uh, and this is me assuming that we're going to lose against City just because, you know, it's City. Um, City. But yeah, I think two losses in this situation would be really uh, a knock to our sort of charge for, for, for European spots. So I think we do yeah. need to get a result out of this if, if we want to really be serious about being at the top end of the table at the end of the season. Um, so what are you going to go for? one all. Fair enough. No, Derby. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I don't think either team will want to lose it more than they'll want to win it. Personally, yeah. I think I think both teams will be pretty comfortable to to take a point here, and uh, and kind of take take that and run. So I'm going to say it'll be it'll be one all, and uh, we'll move on to. Or what are you going to say? What are you going to say? <laughs> oh, I was Jamie? hoping to get away with not predicting that because I, <laughs> I don't want to look like a mug. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go bold. I'm, I'm going to say we're going to win. Uh, Jamie reckons West Ham are going on a big European holiday. <laughs> can you imagine? West Ham, Mikhail Antonio at the, at the Bernabeu. <laughs> oh, oh, gives me shivers. Footballing, footballing <laughs> culture would, would shake. Yeah, um, <laughs> you can't teach that kind of pedigree. Yeah, no, okay. I'll, I'll, say, I'll let you... I, what do you reckon the score's going to be? Go on. 2-1. Two one. Uh, I reckon we'll score from a corner. Craig Dawson. And um, and yeah, uh, hopefully we uh, hopefully we come out with a result. Anyway, we'll move on to. Uh, should we talk about Aston Villa Leicester briefly? Because I feel like this is a this is an important one. Um, Aston Villa <laughs> really need a win here. I think they've been. 
they've been a they've been a little bit poor recently. Uh, they've come up with some with with, with some good results, but we'll, we'll see how they fare against Leicester, uh, a Leicester side that's high on confidence as well, especially after after that Liverpool win. Uh, I do think Leicester will win this game. Uh, I don't know about uh, I don't know about you. Yeah, I think I think Leicester will probably get a result here. Um, who knows? <laughs> I reckon Leicester will win. I reckon Leicester will win two 0 I think it'll be pretty routine for them. Yeah. I don't think Aston Villa have been in the best in the best form, so I reckon Leicester will win two 0 here. Lovely. Uh, we'll go to the Emirates, the half four kickoff: Arsenal versus Manchester City. Um, big game for Arsenal. Yeah. You know, I think they'll want to pull out a performance against a, a, a City who look unstoppable at the moment. Uh, I can't see it happening. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't mean, see it. It depends on what Aubameyang turns up, whether it's the one that we saw last week against Leeds or the one that's <laughs> he's been for the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, I just think City ha- have too much momentum, too much quality at the moment, and, and I feel like this is going to be... It might turn out to be a little bit of a rout as well, especially if they get an early goal. Um, yeah. So for me, this is a City win and, and, and a comfortable City win, a, a 3-1 I'm going to go for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, do you know what? I'll back you on that. I'll back you on it. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, we'll talk about I'll the last this. one because I just uh, wanted to, to mention this. I don't want to talk about United Newcastle because it's a bit of a just just a usual game. We'll talk about the Monday night kickoff just quickly. Uh, Brighton versus Crystal Palace. The, the oh yeah, the dar- the, the weirdest the derby, weirdest the, weird derby. derby. <laughs> the, the strange one, the the bird derby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the M23 it's a really strange cool. no one yeah. really knows no one really knows why these lot don't like each other eagles versus seagulls man. that's, that's <laughs> no why it's like the blood and the crypts um, in, the, in the bird world strange reason to have a derby <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> like completely off topic here it is a very strange rivalry this it is one. but they do hate each other um, I, I can confirm they absolutely despise uh, each other <laughs> it's because they've got yeah. no one else so they've just got <laughs> Yeah, they do. To be fair, there's there's not really there's not really there's not really many decent South London football teams, and there's not really many decent. There's only one football team from Brighton, so it is difficult. Brighton obviously Shade probably would make more sense Borough, for them to have rivalries. <laughs> yeah, well, just not on the same level, mate. No. You know, they could get there one day. We don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Um. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about this game quickly. I think Brighton. Um, uh, the the team this season playing well but not getting the results they need. Yeah. Um kind of epitomizing the the current league in a way because like I said, playing fantastically and producing great football but uh struggling to get goals and struggling to get results and mm. it's been the story of their season so far. Yeah. Crystal Palace again, another team on and off. Massively on and off. You know, seven nil beaten battered by Liverpool and then getting results against against bigger teams. Mm. Um it's That's what Palace do every year. Again, it's another situation. Yep, it's a difficult situation. It's one of them situations where you've got to look at it and say, well, it's which it's which it's which team turns up for both of them. Yeah. Um I fancy Brighton. I'm yeah. gonna say Brighton are gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say Brighton are gonna win one nil. I think that's slightly. More I don't think it'll be glittering. No. I don't think it'll be it'll be showbiz, but I think Brighton will come away with a, a very slender result. Yeah, I think Palace off the back of a, a really poor result against Burnley, the the three nil where they just looked down without a fight very early on. Yeah. Uh, I think if you shut down Zaha and, and Eze, you've pretty much got the game against Palace. Um 
and I think they have the players to. Yeah. I think Brighton have the players to do that. And you look at you look further forward, and you look at players like Leandro Trossard, who's who's been who's been very good for Brighton this season. I think when he's come on, show glimpses. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah. I, I think we've both gone for Brighton there. We've both gone for very similar predictions this uh, this week. I don't know if that's ever really happened before. Uh, it's just wavelengths, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, it's just wavelengths. Yeah, I think it's because I've been because I've been because I've been predicting so many right. You just you've just started, going <laughs> yeah, with me. Like and that's that. understandable. Yeah, you know, up. it's it, it, sometimes you just have to give. Sometimes you just have to, you know, game recognizes game. You've seen that I have yeah, that ability well to lately. just predict results, and you've you started well. going with the me. pot luck. If you need any, Freddie by the way, if you need any, if you need any, yeah, if you need any betting tips, or if you need any kind of <laughs> on any kind of fantasy football yeah. football tip offs, just just drop us a message on the uh, on the off the line socials on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and I'll I'll do my best to 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 guide you on this journey towards <laughs> towards financial stability. Shut up, you right. Um, let's let's outro. It's it's been a great week in uh, in Premier League football, and and, and we're always excited yeah. for for the next one. We'll we'll have a stream for you tomorrow. I think uh, technology permitting, uh, as we always of say. Of course. Um, and, and hopefully we'll have yeah. another video out for you on on Sunday as well, a more conversational one. Because I know, you know, as much as we like doing the the boshes every week, we we also like to to have a, a diverse brand of content as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, leave yeah. a like, subscribe, well, follow been, follow been... on the socials. Uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure, Sam. Take us out. Jamie's outroed us. No, I've no, 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 no. To say, no, boys, it's, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> been a pleasure make sure you like jamie said make sure you subscribe if you're watching on youtube drop a like turn the bell on order that wonderful stuff if you're listening on spotify save us to a playlist or or follow us or whatever you do on spotify all that great share it with your friends send it to your family send it to your family you know message your grandma for the first time in six months and just say oi (laughs) this great podcast you should listen to (laughs) just give give her a little nudge and just just wake her up and say look i've got this great podcast you should listen to (laughs) Nan. You know, it's it's this is a family it's a family friendly it's a family friendly ish broadcast. Yeah. We're just trying to provide family friendly content. Yeah. Unless Tom Darling's on it, in which case <laughs> don't show that episode to anyone. No. Really. Just, just make sure make sure they're over eighteen or below the age of sixty, so we're not gonna cause any heart palpitations or anything <laughs> like that. So but no, it's been an absolute pleasure. This this outro's gone down a rabbit hole as per usual. That uh, doesn't sound we like will a... catch you boys. We'll catch you boys in the next one. We're going to do uh, a longer episode, which will probably be coming out early, either later this week or early next week. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that. And we will catch the lot of you next time. Bye-bye.